0: God, I hope so. Or a lawnmower. (laughs) It's the rapture.
1: (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I don't know why you're celebrating, you heathen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're stuck on this hellscape together. (laughs)
1: Happy Sunday. You're doing the intro, not me.
0: Hey, welcome to the 25th episode of Sweet Tea and D&D.
1: woo woo
0: uh, we're recording a little late on this because I was sick and uh, you couldn't hear me. you're
1: a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. All right. Or that's what you get.
1: I can't <laughs> promise anything. I am naturally hilarious. Uh, you, um,
0: so if you haven't figured it out by now, we're a podcast that talks about the lore and legends of D&D, including some monsters and some DM or player tips and some loud ass phone ringtone.
1: I can't help that people love me.
0: It's surprising I don't think they picked it up, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> Just in That's case what it you missed,
0: <laughs> So today I'm going to be talking about the black pudding.
1: Black pudding.
0: And you will be talking about...
1: Ochre jelly.
0: Okay, I was afraid I was going to fuck up the name again. Yeah. Ochre. Ochre. <laughs> ochre. Like oak and er.
1: Sure. <laughs> 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 that helps you remember it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Ochre jelly. Ochre jelly. Which we discovered just means yellow.
0: <laughs> it means yellow. That's, it that's true. So we it's had to Google yellow that, jelly. Which I'm going to guess is probably its description.
1: Um, no, it's a large ooze and it's unaligned. <laughs>
0: <coughs> large ooze. Yellow, <laughs> unaligned.
1: Yellow. It's such a, a neutral color. Um, like ochre pee. jelly are yellowish blobs. Huh. There you go. That can <laughs> slide under doors and through narrow cracks in pursuit of creatures to devour. They have enough bestial cunning to avoid large groups of enemies, and ogre jelly follows at a safe distance as it pursues its meal. Its digestive enzymes dissolve flesh quickly but have no effect on other substances such as bone, wood, and metal.
0: I feel like each of these are specialized at dissolving something. Yeah,
1: everyone leaves some sort of trace.
0: This is like an as- alchemist's wet dream of like what it's doing. Yep. Yeah.
1: I don't know what it sounds like when a guy just is alone in the forest and no one's around to hear. In an ochre jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, No.
0: (laughs) Still lost you, haven't we?
1: Yeah. Come back to us. Come back. Come back. You can never come back. Okay. That was a lot. Mostly because in the book, it's kind of, it doesn't look so much yellow as it does flesh tone.
0: It's, yeah, it's,
1: it does. It looks kind of like skin, but whatever. Mm, delicious, tasty skin. Delicious, tasty skin to put your dick in, <laughs> obviously.
0: It will eat the flesh off of your dick, it which will. is all flesh. <laughs> so it's all gone. It's
1: all gone. All of it. There are say? no bones
0: in there. What it's are,
1: gone. What do they say on Letterkenny? If, if I wouldn't be so much worried about seeing my testes as I would see my vast
0: my <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay. Ogre jelly. It's a large ooze. It's unaligned. It has an armor class of eight. It has 45 hit points up to 72. Damn. It has a speed of 10 feet. It's not very fast. <laughs> and it climbs at 10 feet.
0: Because of the speed of jizz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not going to keep going down this road because it's a long, it's a long, slippery road. <laughs> road. Yeah, it is. But so it's crusty. Oh, why? <laughs> I, I've, we're professionals. Carry on. You're a dirty birdie. Okay, so this is probably the strongest of the jellies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it is. Let me see. I'm turning the page. Oh, minus the black pudding. It's the second strongest of the jellies with a strength of 15. Um, It has a dex of six, a con of 14, and uh, I was going to say institution. (laughs) Intelligence of two. An institution of two. An institution of two. Uh, A wisdom of six and a charisma of one. It is resistant to acid damage. It's uh, immune to lightning and slashing. And it cannot be blinded, charmed, deafened, exhausted, frightened, or proned. Um, And it has blind sight up to 60 feet and is blind beyond that point. And it has a passive perception of eight. And like all oozes, it does not have a language. Damn. It is a CR2, which.
0: I think the four or five is the black pudding.
1: uh, Gelatinous has two. Yeah, and and black pudding is different. That's cool. (coughs) It is amorphous. The, uh, the jelly can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. So if it does squeeze, I could have made a joke there, but I did See, shush, shush. Be a good noodle. Um, it also has spider climb. The jelly can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. It, uh, like most of these, has a pseudopod attack. It's a melee weapon attack with a plus four to hit, a reach of five feet against one target, and on a hit it does nine up to 14 bludgeoning damage plus three up to six acid damage. And this one has a cool reaction of split. It says when a jelly that is medium or larger is subjected to lightning or slashing damage, it splits into two new jellies if it has at least 10 hit points. Each new jelly has hit points equal to half the original jellies rounded down. New jellies are one size smaller than the original jelly.
0: That's terrifying. But also, I mean, it's half the hit points. At least they don't have the same hit points.
1: So I wonder how far you can take that. Can they only do it
0: once? Tiny technically is the smallest size there is. So it goes tiny, small, medium, large.
1: I wonder how you would have to downscale these. Like, so I imagine it would have the same strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. But you would have to, of course, lower its hit points and probably its speed since it's smaller.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: But to be able to do everything else, um, you probably have to take down its reach and the damage it does uh, Does it with say it can only split once? It does not. That's why I, I posed that question.
0: I guess the question... I, oh, it stops with the 10 hit points.
1: Well, it says you have to have at least 10 hit points yes. to, quit, so to if, do it. So if you hit it
0: with lightning or bludgeoning and it's 42 or 45, so right? So let's
1: do the math. If you have... Uh, let's suppose you go with the max, which is 72. It splits
0: split to 36 if you hit it with lightning, minus whatever damage it took.
1: So let's just say 30 for just the sake of rounding. Mm -hmm. And then if it got it again, it would be 15.
0: Unless it took 10 damage that it couldn't. Or 10 or more than 10 damage to split. We're
1: just running with good odds here. So maybe twice it could do it before it wouldn't be able to do it anymore. So...
0: So that's too small. Is it large?
1: But I do wonder yeah, if so it, if somehow it heals itself, if it could keep splitting, or like if it was working with something that was intelligent enough to heal it. Hmm.
0: Like it's a, a minion that just constantly eats and then gets split again by its owner,
1: or like it's it's like a security system.
0: That almost. would be hilarious. That would like just. Like it has a home, like a Roomba, it goes home and charges. Or like you could have, it you guys. could have
1: runes on the floor, of like healing runes, mm-hmm. and it has some spell locked in it. I don't remember the differences right now, but you could put a healing spell in it, <laughs> theoretically, and if it hits it, it it takes the the healing. That'd be cool. So it can keep splitting. Infinitely. So it could keep splitting, and that'd be cool. That would be fun. That would be cool.
0: That's a challenging encounter until you fi- figure out how to break the rune. Yeah, you'd have
1: to either break the runes or you'd have to have something that it, it, you couldn't hit it with. Uh, you'd have to stop slashing. <laughs> <at it>. Yeah. <laughs> stop hitting it. You'd have to figure out that that's what it's doing stop and that lightning would do it too. That's um, So, and you'd also acid, you know, it's resistant to acid so that wouldn't work. You couldn't cast any really good spells on it because it can't be charmed, deafened, or frightened. So, you'd have to like Bludgeon it
0: to death, or lightening it to death. Or no, you can't light. You can't lightning it. it, It'll it'll fire fire would work.
1: Any other thing but lightning, and you'd have to beat it (laughs) to death. Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. Take it around the corner and beat it to death.
1: And on that note,
0: (laughs) it's time for the black pudding. Not to be confused with banana. Ooh, we should call that banana pudding because it's the color of bananas.
1: No, we're going to call it ochre jelly. Whatever,
0: it's banana pudding. So, the black pudding resembles a heavy mound of sticky black sludge. And dim passageways, the pudding appears to be little more than a blot of shadow. Fel- oh, Flesh, wood, metal, and bone dissolve when the pudding ebbs over them. Stones remain behind, wiped clean. So, also a very good Roomba for your dungeon. Yes. But this thing seems to be able to dissolve everything. It doesn't say gems though, so I guess gems are okay.
1: Yeah. Um because remember we we actually did we have a black pudding or was it something else? I have one, but no, it was you. a roper. Never yeah. mind.
0: It's a roper. eat Gems either, yeah. Yeah. So the black pudding is a large ooze and is unaligned. In the image, it is just Same. black pudding. It's like black goo. Very similar to like venom.
1: Yeah, like the symbiote. Like and the, the symbiote and yeah, and
0: it's eating what I assume is an orc.
1: It looks like it. So, spoiler alert, guys. I don't have it
0: eating an orc in my drawing
1: because I couldn't
0: draw an orc. That's two <laughs> monsters in one drawing. We're not allowed to do that. Uh, it breaks the rules. Yep, breaks the <laughs> rules. Stars the ones we just made uh, this drawing. <laughs> so it has an armor class of seven, hit points of eighty-five, or a maximum of hundred and thirty. Oh, wow. Yeah, its speed is twenty feet, so it can hustle a little faster than. It takes a
1: licking and one. keeps on digging. Yep.
0: And climb of 20. So it has a plus three to strength, a minus three to dex, a plus three to con. It's not smart. It's got a negative five to intelligence.
1: And uh, Don't we all?
0: A minus two to wisdom. Ooh. And a minus five to charisma. And
1: there we go.
0: It's not pretty smart. It's, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> yep. It's immune to acid, coal, lightning, and slashing damage. And it is immune to being blind, did charmed, deafened, exhaustion, frightened, or prone. It has blind sight of sixty feet. Beyond this radius, that it cannot see, and has a passive perception of wait for it, eight. Who nothing gets past this guy? Nope. Uh, it has no languages because it has no mouth to talk, and its challenges is a four.
1: And that's so. This is the most durable I think of so. the oozes. Yeah. The
0: gelatinous cube. Yeah, it is the strongest of all oozes. Gelatinous cube and the ochre jelly are two. The other one's a one-quarter.
1: Like this one, I think that one has the highest possible hit points. Yeah, this
0: one's going to mess up your low-level point.
1: And I think it can move the fastest, too, at 20.
0: It can chase you down. Uh, The second would be the gelatinous cube, but it can't climb. The gelatinous cube can't climb. Hmm. It just kind of slithers. It only
1: goes on the floor. On the
0: floor, yep. Um... It is amorphous, similar to the others. It can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. And it has corrosive form. So any creature that touches the pudding or hits it with a melee attack within five feet of it takes 1d8 or 4 acid damage. Any non-magical weapon made of metal or wood that hits the pudding after dealing damage, the weapon takes a permanent and cumulative negative one penalty. Same thing with the, I believe, gelatinous cube. No, it was the the other one. It was the Great Ooze. Except that one only did metal. This one does wood and metal.
1: Sorry, Druids. So if you really
0: want to ruin your party's equipment for low levels and they have no magical weapons, this is how you really torture them.
1: This is how you prove your point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're strong. It's friendship you made along the way, not the weapons. It's friendship. Once it reaches the negative five, it is completely destroyed. Non-magical ammunition made of metal and wood that hits the pudding is destroyed after dealing damage. The pudding can eat through a two-inch thick block of non-magical wood or metal in a round. So that door, no more.
1: So, I again bring up the thing that it'd be cool if you could somehow box this. If you were able to contain oozes and use them for your own means but they're they're big you can't keep them in boxes i mean really as long
0: big. as you have a box the size of large 10 by 10 which is huge how yeah that's what i, was I, think, it, I think you could probably put it in a five by five just because it's it's considered large because it spreads
1: are you sure about that
0: yeah i mean look at it it's barely covering a full ogre and an ogre is only a medium creature i'm just going by art here <laughs> which is, of course, not a defining characteristic, but still. What if we
1: find a baby ooze? How do we ooze is fine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> These and more questions will be answered on our podcast. <laughs> no. Sweet D&D and D, and D, bringing you the deets. <laughs> and the deets. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, I'll stop. Thanks. Um, so it also can spider climb difficult surfaces and upside down on ceilings without needing to make an ability check. And it has a pseudopod, which is a plus five to hit with a five foot reach. And it hits six or 1d6 plus three bludgeoning damage plus, and this is where they fuck you up, 4d8 acid damage or 18 for the average. In addition, non-magical armor worn by the target is partially dissolved and takes a permanent and accumulated negative one penalty, a penalty, penalty, it takes a permanent, a negative one penalty to the AC it offers. The armor is destroyed if the penalty reduces the AC to 10. Uh, When a pudding that is medium or larger is subjected to lightning or slashing damage, similar to the ochre jelly, it splits into two new puddings and has at least 10 10 hit points. Each new pudding has hit points equal to half the original puddings rounded down. New puddings are one size smaller than the original pudding. So... That means you can go from large to medium then, but it, it can last a lot longer because it has a shit ton of hit points.
1: It does. And again, I say, have someone heal that thing and just let it keep, keep splitting.
0: coming over and over and over again. I know what that sounded like. And I see.
1: You know, we need to get this podcast over. <laughs> this is our last one for the season, which we should probably throw out there. Surprise.
0: A we were going to. Yeah. So. Um, right now, right now, we're gonna get to our D and Doodles. D, no, Dungeon Doodles. Our mm. D and Doodles. Our D and Doodles. You do it in the doodle. Doodle, doodle, doodle.
1: So, here is my black
0: pudding. Black pudding. Oh no! It's no, it's not appropriate to make jokes about that. Um. Okay, so it's not consuming anything. It's hiding as a shadow in the corner.
1: Yes, because I don't know if we said it, but in the the flavor text, it does say that is incredibly hard almost impossible to spot a black pudding in a dark cave because oh. it just blends
0: into shadow I don't think it had boost to stats on that but I no but probably like give that it's, it's
1: like all it's like the a lot of these like if they don't move yeah. they they are indistinguishable from their surroundings so mine's just chilling out in the corner of a room that I tried to make. And nice. it's just, it looks more kind of like a cell. Like there's the nucleus and then it just kind of like it got dark in the, the middle and like went out. I there's don't
0: know. That's where it splits. That's it's heart. Mitosis is.
1: <laughs> heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good one. I like the corner you put it in.
1: The brick looks good. The the black pudding could, could use some. Yeah. More. You took but a little bit more time on the break. Didn't you? I did. It, <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> so for my poker jelly, it looks like a ball of. It human kind ear of reminds wax. me
1: of um, Adventure Time, and it looks like um, oh, what's his face? I'm sorry, I feel blasphemous because I don't know the characters on Adventure Time. The dog, Jake. Yeah, like when he, because he'll get like down and he can turn anything right. So yeah. he like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Just
0: he's like a little that. darker, but yeah.
1: Well, oh, no, he is that color. He isn't is he? yellow. <laughs> yeah, I
0: thought he was orange for some reason. Maybe I'm thinking a cat dog. Remember cat dog. Yeah, that was that really was a weird. Weird show. <laughs> yeah, <it was> holiday <laughs> shit. That's Wait, another question for our podcast.
1: <laughs> but yours <laughs> looks good. Shit. It um, it has a lot of dimension on it.
0: Thank you. I tried to add layers, and it looks like it has fat rolls where it hides secrets. You know, it, maybe here. it
1: has to poop.
0: Does it poop though?
1: Yes, the things it can't dissolve. I'm too, convinced it, it them poops them out
0: after it's cleaned the hallway. Then it just leaves little droppings. Yeah, behind. whatever
1: it can't, you know dissolve I think it does. And I think that'd be the best thing for like a lazy dragon. <laughs> you just have all these oozes in a cave. Gross. And mm. They get the adventurers first, and they just leave the other stuff behind. That so they can't eat, because the yeah. they want the fleshy, fleshy bits. They want the fleshy, This fleshy, fleshy one would bits drop for
0: skulls and bones, because it can't dissolve them. So yeah. So it would just be flesh You'd off. have
1: to be careful where you place them, but... Yeah. yeah. Or, like, send them out in, like, waves. <laughs> the first one gets all the the bone and flesh. The second one gets the weapons.
0: Or, yeah, because the <laughs> black pudding will... The black pudding can do all of them, but you want to get to save some stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess the black pudding is like the, the this last is great resort. For not
0: stealing your money.
1: The black pudding would have to be the last resort of puddings because yeah. it is the strongest. Like, so I would think that'd be the last. Hold
0: it off as like the last challenge. By that time, you know, like probably two puddings in, <laughs> your party's lost all of their gear. If yeah, it's they not have. Magical, which would be fucked up.
1: Yeah, but funny. But I think that'd be like a cool. Um, Way to design a dungeon. It's just full of oozes. Ooze. Everything is sticky. Everything is oozes. And it feels like it's wet, but it's not. Except <laughs> for that one that's an ooze,
0: and it's wet for a reason. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And then you put ropers in there, and just fact would be full Oozes
0: of- and ropers. Oh, man. Every hallway is immaculately clean, except for the piles of oh my roper gosh. shit. <laughs> because, okay, and so then the ooze runs over it.
1: So we recently, in our campaign that we're both in, our DM threw ropers at us, and... I was like, oh, shit, we just did these. And I was like, I don't really remember all the stats. But I was like, I remember some. Because um, you did ropers and I drew it. Yeah. But it was really fun. I said, man, we should have looked to see how clean the cave
0: was. Yeah, we were like, oh, shit, were these hallways clean?
1: But they did have good loot in them.
0: They did. They had I, great loot. I wrote loot. it down, but I think we got quite a few gems.
1: We got several gems. Um, I got a bag of holding.
0: You got a bag of holding, which we still don't know what's in. Um, there's Assuming. a bunch of gold in it. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, there, you thought gold. It only produces what you think about.
1: Well, whatever. Yeah. Right now, there's a bunch of gold yeah, in I it. I think you
0: turn those inside out to get everything out of them. But I have another bag that was like a thousand gold in it. Yeah. When you used to buy spell components.
1: So we're balling over and in our campaign. Potions. Okay. So our DM tip this week is something that every good. DM needs. Every good player needs too. Yes. Like the ability to do this and it's improv. Improv is something you know when you think of it you do think of like whose lines is it anyway and like people on the stage and shit but improv is just rolling with the punches. Like whatever happens you just kind of roll with it and it's one of those things in DMing that you've got to be able to do. Those players will throw some wacky shit
0: at you. (laughs) I would like to swing from the chandelier with my assless chaps and uh, see if I can fall onto the boss's face ass first. I'm going to need you to make like three checks. for <laughs> I'm
1: going to need you to roll a text check. Yeah. And I think
0: improv is a lot of the creativity of this. And I think the best example of improv is the rule of cool. Yeah. Which is if it looks badass and they could probably get away with it in a fantasy setting,
1: let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. Um, you will find that you get more enjoyment as a player and you'll get more enjoyment as a DM seeing your players happy if you improv. And it can be something really silly. It can be something really weird and not improving and being so resistant. It makes it not fun for your players and it makes you seem kind of like a dick. And, <laughs> like, you have to be able to roll with it. Like, keep it within... You know, you're know, agreed upon rules and norms, but roll with it. Let let the fun happen.
0: And take notes.
1: OMG. That is one. As much improv as there is, there must be equal or more note-taking. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> for all the improv, there should be at least twice as much note. That's
1: like the equation for DMing. For every improv, there is equal or more note-taking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I really... Improv situation was I had a bunch of new players. Mm, They're Uh, the best. Huh? They're the best. Oh, they're treasures. Uh, so they um, oops, no, go ahead. Um, they um, they were just playing like very first time. Not we hadn't had a single session before, and so I wanted to introduce them to some of the mechanics, and I couldn't really. I couldn't really, like, I didn't want to start in a tavern. It's so cliche, and one of them listens to our podcast, and I think I've talked about that before. I'm like, I hate starting in a tavern. The only time I'll really do it is Waterdeep Dragon Heist because you're kind of required because that's where it starts. But, hey, you're a DM. Wing it yourself. Improv. But I had um, one of the players was a Beastmaster, so they had a bear. And out of nowhere, this bear shows up and brings a Frisbee. As bears do. As bears do. It fetched a frisbee. And so these guys, I'm like, okay, we're going to do like just basic contests and checks to see how they do it. And then finally, one of them is like, um, where would this frisbee come from? You're good. And uh, looking at it, they kind of found like it belonged to Timmy or whatever. And I'm like, who's oh, Timmy and his frisbee? Timmy and his frisbee. So then they're like, oh, who's Timmy? And I'm like, fuck, who is Timmy? Why is his frisbee in the woods? <laughs> unattended and so they ended up going and looking for and i was like shit how do i bring more checks into this how do i make this something else Mm -hmm. and at that point i was like ah timmy's dead and so (laughs) that's the first thought i had and so what they end up doing is they follow the bear to which takes them to the woods it was shitting in the woods and so therefore they tracked the bear down followed it and they found the body of a young halfling boy so there i introduced nature checks what was marks on it? What was the issues on it? And what they ended up finding was it appeared to have bite marks on it. Medicine said it was dead for a few days. And did you play
1: CSI with these people? I
0: did play CSI. You bunch CSI. of
1: fucking nerds! Oh my god! One of them's
0: a forensics anthropologist. Anyway, I know. Just don't judge me. So, with all that, they ended up determining uh, he was one laid there. There were no footprints of the monster animals that chewed him up. They looked like wolf bites. Uh, so they were canine in relation. And then uh, it looks like he wasn't killed there. So we go through all of this and then like, OK, well, we'll bury him here as he is. And I end up tossing. Um, there's this great one off called Wild Sheep Chase, I believe Oh yeah, done that you should do this. It's like we've done little, that one before. I've done it multiple times now, four or five. It's a blast. Your players will get into it. It's crazy. At one point, there's a bed that turns into a dragon. Try it out. Um, so we finished that whole campaign. And improv is also about closing circles where you need to, I think. So, like, yes, you might start something and be like, uh, they'll never remember. And oh, no. Players don't forget. Two, they're like, <laughs> we got to figure out what happened to Timmy. And I was like, <sighs> Who? <laughs> and I was just like, I took notes and then I saw I was like Believe Timmy,
1: you me. The things that you improv, they will remember the most. The shit that means nothing. They will hold on to for dear life. Yep. And it's so freaking annoying.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. So to close this circle, they wrapped this boy's body in a shroud, which was their own cloth because they didn't have a shroud, took it into town. Uh, went off and for some reason I brought in animal abuse I don't know what was wrong with me I was just like shit we gotta close this out Uh, they talked to the father who was like thanks for bringing my son back but didn't really care and then uh, they found that some of the dogs on the fence were like really violent and so they're like oh wow they're fighting dogs and I was like and that's we're gonna close the session (laughs) (laughs) like I'm so tired I just did four hours of a wizard's tower I don't have time to role play dog fights and so <laughs> I'm very good at growling. And so that's where we it, it, it and making it, deer noise. And it gave <laughs> that one too. It gave them kind of a closure to this opening story that got them interested because they found the body and then a sheep came up. Do you suggest taking improv classes? No, I don't feel like you have to. I don't think you have to. But I mean it if it's something
1: that you I feel like if it's something you really want to put because it, it's it's a big monetary expense to take that's an improv true. class and it's a time expense. If you think it's worth it, then do it, by all means. It's fun, you'll meet new people, and you'll be able to hone your craft.
0: And you can bring if, them into D&D.
1: If you uh, don't, then, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff, there's all sorts of shit online. YouTube it, Google it. Um, yeah. There's a website called Skillshare. No, this That's is not an ad. Charge too. But, I mean, I think it's probably less than, like
0: and actual class. Yeah. and you can and do you it at your
1: own pace and type
0: shit yeah and a lot a lot of people will actually give you free skill share trials yeah if you watch youtube you'll probably find about 20 people
1: doing stuff from all that type of stuff so there are ways to do it also th- th- this is 21st century if you google it it will come it so will
0: come. <laughs> do you remember the last time you improved i remember one time you improved and it got real dark oh, real quick oh gosh
1: i i do but i don't do it now because me and the director you know,
0: whatever. But Oh, I was talking about D&D settings.
1: Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> what?
0: The love potion number nine. Oh, my God. We've already talked no, about that. No, I don't want to talk
1: about that anymore. That wasn't the last time I improved. I've bullshitted my <laughs> way through most things in life. <laughs> That's true.
0: I'm just thinking like the one I remember being That's Yeah, because it's traumatizing. It did scar me. For I life. did
1: have the um... There was a little girl that was possessed in the basement and she had like a book or something that y'all had to get from her. I should remember. I oh yeah, month. it
0: was a dark uh dark wizard spell book that possessed her. Yeah. That was crazy. That was fun. Improv is some great moments. Again, remember it. Write it down. Yes. Try to bring that full circle because the players will be like, fuck
1: yeah. They'll be like, I knew that was important. And it's great
0: yeah. when they're writing your improv down. They're like they're taking notes of names and shit. You're yes. spitting out and you're like Garfunkel and his friend Oates are like...
1: There's We have a lot of memes on this subject on our social medias, which are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They're all Sweet Tea and D&D, all separate words.
0: All one word. Oh, they're
1: all one word. My bad. They're all one word. And then if you were looking for us on a podcatcher or you're recommending us to someone else, totes you should do... Um, They're all separate, Sweet Tea and D&D. If you put it all together, they won't come up.
0: Speaking of recommendations, uh, we are actually going to close the podcast for about a month while we work on some side projects. By that, we're prepping for the next season. In that case, we're going to be working on some more doodles and some more fun for the podcast. Uh, We might bring in like magic items and stuff to discuss. I'll cut this later. Probably won't. Uh, So, With that, as we're departing, which this episode releases on the... Today, today. T- What is today?
1: Today is the 25th. 25th. We will be
0: closed till the 6th of sep- October. October. Months are confusing. Uh, and in that meantime, we are going to do a giveaway.
1: Giveaway.
0: <laughs> so what we are going to have is a digital form where you can submit your username that you use to give a review on Apple Podcasts. We're not asking for five stars. We're just asking for your criticisms. But to be gentle, we are humans and I sometimes cry. And
1: this is our first time. <laughs>
0: this is our first podcast <laughs> that we're doing. So check that out on Apple Podcast. You can search Sweet T and D and D on there. And leave us a review. By doing so, you will be entered into a random selection drawing of the essentials kit from D&D. Uh, we'll either we'll be giving you a hard copy of that as well as six dice sets to play together with your friends. Yeah. Find six friends. Or five because one of you. Find has six <laughs> friends. <laughs> that would be me. I we're not saying that you don't have friends. You just got to. D-
1: you gotta get them trick all together.
0: Them, ask them to help you move and then surprise them with Dungeons and Dragons. Surprise! It's D&D! And it's air-conditioned and you don't have to go outside. And but if you have pizza and beer, that is a good way to get people to play. TV. If you feed them, they, will, they come. will come. So you'll get a one copy of the Essentials Kit, two six sets of dice. All some sweet colors. I have this set of dice and I love them. And you like, get
1: this again by leaving a review on Apple
0: Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes. And
1: filling out the form...
0: That will be hosted on our website, uh, sweet tea and dnd. all one word, because you can't have spaces and URLs. And no, you can't. That they works. won't work.
1: Um, but we look forward to seeing you guys. We are going to try and have a bunch of new stuff ready when we come back in October. I'm still looking forward to uh, finding out who's going to win this and the reviews you guys have. Um, we do get your comments. We do get your messages. Um, We appreciate everyone who takes the time to send us something or show us some love.
0: And we did actually have an Apple podcast review recently. So I'm going to look at you talk.
1: I don't know what to talk about now.
0: Sweet. Elevator music.
1: Please cut this out. All right.
0: So we have three votes and we have ratings of five stars right now. So on our ratings, let's see if I can pick them up. So we want to thank um, somebody who looked like they keyboard smashed their name in, but we appreciate it nonetheless. (laughs) H-J-K-L-G-G-F for your freaking sweet review of our podcast. We really appreciate that. If you would like to be considered in the running, please uh, fill out our form on our website. We'll have a link to it as well as our... um, Uh, Instagram and social media and stuff like that. We'll fill out probably like a short link for you to do it. What we're going to ask for is your email address and the account you put the review in. And while you're at it, feel free to subscribe. We'd appreciate that as well. Full show. Thank you for listening to us for 25 full freaking episodes. Wow. You guys are troopers. We're We're hoping to have Garrett back next season. Yes, Garrett. He's a real adult. And we're going to try to give him a mic
1: right here it had um some life stuff happen some gr- not bad stuff that at good all life stuff not like, like good p- positive life stuff and he just has been busy 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 and we're finally nailing his feet to the floor and we're gonna bring him back in
0: it might be a kidnapping we don't know yet you know whatever we're it gonna takes. tell him we're moving with pizza and beer and then what <laughs> it's a <laughs> podcast um, but anyway
1: i uh we'll see you guys in october
0: thanks for listening bye
1: bye